Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Social Media Chef. You are joining me, Chris Tompkins, The Social Media Chef. On today's show, we are going to be talking about the photos on your Facebook timeline. Why are they the wrong size, how to get that best resolution, and how to get your most bang for your buck on the Facebook timeline view for your page and also your personal profile. We're also going to be talking about how to generate content ideas. Are you just running out of content for your blog, for your social media marketing campaign, not really sure what you need to be saying? Well, I'm going to give you some really killer ideas that can get you generating fresh content ideas right out of the gate. And then in the cooking segment, get ready to be burnt up. We're going to be talking about hot sauce and how to make your own homemade hot sauce. So uh, break out those Tums and Maylocks. You're going to have some <laughs> tough tummies, but the uh, hot sauce is absolutely delicious. So join us after the break on The Social Media Chef, and we'll talk about Timeline. Okay, if you're like me, you're getting a little bit tired of always talking about one aspect of marketing, which is social media. Now, I love social media, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things that um, businesses can use just like mine and yours to build their businesses using marketing. So that's why we created The Social. The Social is not exclusively a social media group. It's about a bunch of people internationally getting together to talk about marketing ideas and sharing trends, tips, tactics, strategies, and also helping one another build their businesses. Follow us on Twitter, at The Social Go, to find out more about what we plan in the future, what type of events we're going to be. If we're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to follow us in order to find out. We have a television show coming out, and our website will be up in no time flat. So, you need to go on Twitter, follow at The Social Go, and learn how you can get involved in this brand new community. everyone. Thank you so much for joining us after the break on The Social Media Chef. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in today's episode. We have some really great things to talk about. Um, and really, this segment, we're going to talk about um, the Facebook timeline view and how to really maximize your photos on there to really get the most brand for your buck on Facebook. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you like what you hear today, make sure to visit us online or on iTunes where you can download our podcast. But Hey, go to the website. It's all there. Servedfreshmedia.com. Again, that's servedfreshmedia.com. On there, you will find um, our past episodes, our archive. You'll also find our brand new iPhone application, which has all of our past shows, exclusive recipes, pictures, downloads, like everything that you can think of that we do on this show is right there. Also, if you're on servefreshmedia.com, make sure to take a look through our past topics. There's loads of uh, social media content on there, tips and tactics, as well as all of our old recipes and my old, good old cooking tips. So um, also feel free to tweet me at the social chef on Twitter. I want to hear from you. If you are a brand um, that ha you have a new cookbook coming out, you have some great ingredients that you would like me to try on the show. 
um, please get in touch with our show producers at info at servefreshmedia.com and let us know and we'll be in touch. All right. Enough plugging. I think we're ready to get started with the Facebook timeline. So, you know, I'm sure right now you are familiar with timeline because as of April 1st, everyone's been changed over. So that means all of your old Facebook profiles and your, all your old Facebook pages have been turned over to timeline view. If this is news to you, surprise, log into your account and check it out because it has changed. And if you have not made any sort of changes to your existing profiles and this timeline thing is brand new to you, please log into your Facebook account immediately and update it. One of the things that you'll see um, with the timeline view, obviously I can go on uh, about 10 different tangents on timeline. There's so many different things that you can do on timeline that the old layout really didn't do. What timeline has the ability to do is really help you create a cohesive brand um, through images on Facebook. Obviously, there's lots of really great tabs, and that's another show. You can also find a lot of this information that's freely about, uh, um, out there right now on the Internet on timeline marketing tactics. But what I really want to do is I really want to focus on the photograph side of things. Um, there's so many new things to really gather, uh, you know, and really – if you are not really great at sizing your photos and figuring out how to do the layouts, then you should really listen up to this segment because what I want to do is I want to tell you the timeline sizes for your photos and really how to maximize those photos. So I think let's just cut to the chase and go right into the numbers. So grab a piece of paper because these are the definitive numbers um, in terms of pixels, pixels that you'll need um, when doing your timeline um, images. Now, the first one is your timeline cover image. The timeline cover image is the large header image, which will be the first thing that people see. So, for example, if you go on to our, uh, our Facebook page at the Social Chef, Social Media Chef page, you will see that um, we have a big splash image. Now, that is something that you can change. That image size is 851 by 315 pixels, okay? So what I suggest you do, and this is like a sidebar tip, if you are using, um, you know, people say, oh, I'm just going to resize it in Photoshop, you don't need to do that. You basically use um, the photo software resizing things that came with your computer. Like with, uh, with Apple computers, which we use exclusively at the Social Media Chef, what we do is we use the preview function, um, and we can basically go right into the photo and resize it, crop it, do whatever we want. Now... If you don't have that, just Google uh, uh, picture resizing software or picture resizing site, and there's a lot of different um, free services out there that can help you out. Don't go to a really, really high-end um, Photoshop or um, Illustrator or something like that because you're going to have to jump through a few hoops in order to get that image. You just want to be able to resize it really quickly. Okay, why the heck do you want to resize this image? Well, we want to have the right resolution and we want to have the right elements of the photograph really uh, showcased on that header. Now, if you just grab a random image off of your website or one that you have in stock imagery, the problem that you run is that you will miss certain elements of that picture uh, when it's uploaded. So maybe it's a, it's a picture of someone um, pulling some muffins out of the oven and, and because you have a bakery. Well, what, what happened is if, you're, if you have the wrong uh, pixel dimensions, it might cut off the tray of muffins and just show the top of the photograph of your kitchen. 
So you really want to be careful about that. Um, now, one of the things I want to give you, this is a heads up on the timeline, um, Facebook has in its rules and regulations on this, on this picture in particular that you cannot have your brand name, you can't have your website, you can't have your contact phone number, anything like that. So um, while you may see a lot of people out there, based on the Facebook rules and regulations, they might actually go and grab those people and say, hey, you know what, you've got to take that picture down, or just delete their picture whenever they find it. So in order to, you know, skip that stress, why don't you just use a really, uh, a really inventive picture that speaks to your brand? So have fun with it and think outside the box. For example, on the social media shop, I have a picture of, you know, me cutting up some vegetables, I believe it is. So, you know, that pretty much speaks to my brand. It says what we do, blah, blah, blah. So there you go. That's your timeline cover image. Now, the second one you have to worry about is your profile. Now, your profile image is the one that sits right below your header image and uh, in a small rectangular box. Now, that is the key word there, rectangular. It's going to be 180 by 180 pixels, and then it will be compressed to 125 by 125. Now, what does that mean? What that means is that 180 by 180 is going to be the image that you see directly under your header image, and the 125 and 125 is going to be the one that's going to show up in your posts. So what you want to do is make sure that you have a rectangular logo for your company that will work in that space. Now, what, why is it important to have that rectangular logo? Because I'm sorry, I'm saying rectangular, and this is what I'm going to tell you about. It has to be square. You don't. The rectangular images are the ones that you have problems with. I can't tell you how many clients that I have that have rectang, uh, rectangular, long rectangular images that are really, really tough to use. When we come back after the break, I'm going to talk more about these images and how to make the most of your Facebook timeline on the Social Media Chef. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The Riverfund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to you online at riverfund-ny.org. All right, we're back and we're talking about Facebook timeline images on the social media chef. Now, I was just talking to you about the wonderful profile image, which was 180 by 180. Uh, now, I was talking also about you know the problem with having a rectangular logo. Now, when you're dealing with a rectangular logo, the only social media site, in, in, and we're talking the big three, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, 
the only one that can really handle that rectangular image for your company is our LinkedIn company pages. So when you're on Twitter, you're going to have to be dealing with a square logo, and the same with Facebook. So what I suggest to my clients, or you know, sometimes we'll help with our client, uh, help our clients do this. We help them create a square logo that they can use. So I really would say get in touch with your designer or your graphic design team and ask them to come up with an, a square logo for you. Find an element of your logo that you can use. Maybe it's just the first letter or one of the images within it. Whatever you can use, but that is the best way to go forward. Um, also, when you get into, um, we're talking back about the Facebook, uh, the Facebook edit page. If you're in the edit page um, and you want to really edit your thumbnail, which is your, the little uh, picture that will show up when you post throughout Facebook, uh, you want to go in and fix the thumbnail so it it suits how you would like it to look. So you can do that from the back end in the edit page. Okay. Now let's go back to the next step, which is highlight a post. Okay. Um, if you've been looking at Facebook lately, you've seen people that have highlighted a post. And basically what that is is they've taken one of their existing posts and they've actually blown it up. So it's almost the full size of the window uh, lengthwise. So that picture ends up being blown up by 843 by 843 pixels. Now what that does is this is how you would use this. Now, if you want to post something and you really want to feature it, so for example, it could be a special or it could be an image of your sailboat. It could be an image of one of your luxury properties that you're selling. It could be um, a luscious image of one of your pizzas coming right out of the pizza oven that you want to use to engage people with your page to get them to go, wow, and this is a great picture. Let's share it. What you would do is, number one, when you create that post, make sure your picture is of that size. So create um, a status update on your page and connect that picture to it, 843 by 843, and then um, share it. Once it's shared, in the top right-hand corner, you'll see a little star. You click on that star, and when you click on that, the word highlight comes up. If you click the word highlight, you'll see that that post will then stretch to the length of the page. Well, pretty much. The width of the page, rather. And um, then it might look like it's a little bit off kilter. So what you do is you go over to the right-hand corner and click the little uh, pencil button, and it will say, um, oh, what's exactly the word it says? I want to say resize, reposition photo. You click on the reposition photo button, and then you get a little cursor that you can drag on the photo and reposition it so that it's absolutely perfect for you. Okay, and then presto changeo, you're done. It looks great. So I really think that this is a wonderful way of highlighting a really fantastic picture that you have. Um, so if you have a very visual product, product line, or you have some killer imagery that you want to use, this is where you can use it. Use it for your logo. If you have a logo that's really cool, or if you have a new product launch, or there's a wonderful picture with your spokesperson of your product, this is where you want to really, really highlight it. So that's it, folks. Those are the three three ones that you really need to uh, pay attention to when it comes to uh, uh, resizing your photos. Now, why is this really important? Again, I just wanted to reiterate that if you have a picture that looks smushed, that looks like it's of a very low resolution, 
it kind of can hurt your credibility on Facebook. So you really want to make sure, especially if your product is extremely visual, you want to make sure that you have, uh, you're putting the right foot forward when it comes to your brand. All right, we're putting that to bed. We're going to go on very quickly because I'm kind of crunched for time on this next topic. Um, but one of the things that a lot of people come to me with is they have problems generating their own content. I totally understand this. Everyone's busy. Everyone has a lot of things on their mind. And also, if you're a small business owner, uh, you know, you're wearing so many hats that you don't have time to get to the content. How do I write this? Do I take a whole day off? Do I do this on a weekend? Um, if you're a large company, it's how do I come up with consistent copy? How do I come up with a consistent message? And how do I keep getting this content generated? Now, I have a couple ideas. Now, uh, these are some of the ideas that I suggest to clients and also we would use for a client at Go Media. Um, one of the things that I always suggest is a great idea is to find um, different blogs or different websites that are within your product or service category um, that would have interesting news that your audience would be interested in. For example, if I have an online marketing company and I go onto a site like Mashable, which is known for its online and technology sort of type of topics, if I subscribe to the RSS, the really simple syndication feed, which has the orange RSS button. Some people have different colors, but generally it's the orange button. Um, if I subscribe to that, all of the updates of that site within a certain category or whatever you choose, you can choose, uh, pick and choose what you like, will be sent directly to my email. Um, I go into my email account every day. I take a look at those topics and see if there's anything that I want to use as an, a possible jump off point for a new article that I would create, a poll that I would want to create and share with my, um, with my audience on LinkedIn. Maybe it would be um, a great uh, opinion piece that I would want to write to see what I think about this article, if I agree or disagree. Um, there's lots of different things to do. You can even um, post it on Facebook and saying, hey, check out this article. It's wonderful. This is a really great way of doing it. And that's an RSS feed. Another one is a Google Alert. You can go to Google. Google Alerts are absolutely free. Um, you can just do a Google search form and find them. Um, with the Google Alerts, you're able to um, pick keywords, keyword phrases, anything that deals with your company. Um, I would also suggest setting them up for your brand name, your CEO's name, that sort of thing, because it helps with brand um, reputation management online. But with these Google Alerts, you can find great uh, every. You can pick your frequency as well with them, so that can be once a day, twice a day, once a week, whatever. And they come directly to your inbox, and they give you topics related to those keywords. These could be these articles could these links could be great um, information for you to cha um, share on social media, uh, write about on your blog, um, email to your clients, anything like that. That's, it's just a really great way of having that instant information. And I also love it with the RSS feed kind of idea of getting things sent directly to your email because it really does cut down on time that you have to spend online searching. After the break, I'm going to give you a couple more, and then we're going to talk about hot sauce on The Social Media Chef. So you've been listening to The Social Media Chef, which I have to thank you for. Um, I really enjoy doing the show. And one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show. It's about the community. And you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online. www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need 
to really get jump started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. We have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest in downloads for free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. All right, we're back on the Social Media Chef with me, Chris Tompkins. Uh, when I last was speaking with you, we were talking about content generation ideas. We started off with talking about a little bit of uh, the power of RSS feeds directly to your email inbox as well as Google Alerts. Um, those are both fantastic ways of not only monitoring brands but also monitoring trends, coming up with new ideas, just really, really, really wonderful. The next one I want to say is something that's really obvious but a lot of businesses miss, and it's watching the content of your um, watching the content that's coming out of your competitors. So, for example, if your if your competitor has a blog, it's worth seeing what they're talking about and seeing if anybody's engaging with it. Now, I'm not saying take that idea and run with it, but look to see what they're talking about. If you're having trouble finding, okay, what the heck am I going to talk to my audience about that doesn't have to deal directly with my product and directly with my service? What am I going to do um, when I'm on Facebook and I need to come up with uh, you know, a number of updates a day and on LinkedIn and on Twitter and Google Plus? Like, what, what am I going to do? By watching the content of your competitors, you'll be able to see how they're forming their message and if it's something that you think is a good idea or a bad idea. And don't just go after one competitor. Go after a few of them, or even if they're indirect competitors. See what they're saying. See um, how they're formulating their messages and their message strategy, and then see if there's anything that you can kind of glean for that to create your own or just to enhance the one that you're doing already. So competition is a really good thing. Also, if you're dealing with a social media marketing campaign and you don't know where to start, a great starting point is to do a competitive analysis to see what your competitors are doing out there and how they're doing it. Are they doing it successfully? What are they doing that's getting a lot of comments or a lot of engagement? What are they doing wrong? And this is a really great way of seeing how social media is being used in your industry. The final content idea I want to talk about today is um, tying trends into your business. This is an age-old public relations tactic, and basically what it is is it's, it's getting the news and tying late-breaking news and tying it into your brand in some way. So if you go on to um, on Google and on Twitter, uh, on all the sites basically, you can you can do trend analysis to see what the what topics are trending. Now, obviously, if you are dealing with a financial your financial uh, services company or a wealth management company, just because Justin Bieber is coming out with a new single might not be the late breaking news you want to use. But there will be late breaking news in the financial sector that you can use um, to uh, tie into your service. So, for example, if um, we're talking about an extremely uh, wealthy person on Wall Street that uh, defrauded so many different people, if I was a financial services company, I could take that topic, tie it in with my brand, and give people examples of how they can 
sidestep issues like this and being um, defrauded by the person who's dealing with their money. So you see what I mean? Tying it in like that will give you another way of finding content to put out through social media and also a great blog, email blast, or even a press release. So that's all the content generation ideas I want to talk about today because I swiftly want to move into the, the chef's kitchen and talk about one of my absolute most favorite things in the entire world, which is hot sauce, which I should just say heartburn because that is the number one thing I have because I have such a love of hot sauce. This is something that I got from my grandmother. My grandmother was, um, this is hilarious, okay? My grandmother and my brother, because I was I, I'm 10 years off from my brother, and we, I remember sitting in her kitchen, and she would grow hot peppers, okay? And if anyone's handled really hot peppers before, you know that um, you have to wear gloves um, because if you touch your face, it's going to burn your face off. So my grandmother would get these and put them in jars and preserve them um, and pickle them. And then her and my brother would have um, a hot pepper eat-off contest, and whoever cried first would lose. <laughs> so obviously, as you can see, Hot Foods runs in my family. You can open my refrigerator door right now, and I think there's about six different kinds, and also this kind. Um, this is a recipe. Generally, I always want to share um, original recipes that I've come up with and I've formulated in our test kitchen, but for this recipe, it was just so darn good that I just had to share it directly from the book. This is the um, recipe that is the Blue Ribbon Hot Sauce Recipe from Bromberg Brothers Blue Ribbon Cookbook, which is absolutely phenomenal, folks. So if you like Southern food, this is the one for you to take a look at. This is fairly simple and has very little ingredients. The only thing that you need is a strong constitution, constitution while you're making this because it will make the air so spicy that um, I would suggest not wearing your contacts, which this is because I know because my contacts are ready to fall out or jump out of my eyes because it was so spicy. So um, what you need for this is um, three cups of white distilled vinegar, three to four red, orange, or yellow habanero chilies. Uh, you want to get them trimmed and sliced. I leave the seeds in because I like it a little bit spicier. If you want it milder, take the seeds out. You know how it works. Two tablespoons of salt, one pound of carrots, trimmed, peeled, and roughly chopped. Okay. So basically what you want to do is you want to combine the, the vinegar, chilies, and salt in a large non-reactive pot over medium heat, bring it to a boil, and once you get the roiling bubbly boil, let it go for about 20 seconds or so, and then take it off and put it, um, let it to cool. Then once it's cooled, take the chilies out and puree them. Okay? Very, very simple. These are very, very hot chilies. So remember, if you're going to be touching them, you might want to wear rubber gloves. It's a smart idea. So while the peppers are cooling off or they're just chilling after you've um, blended them, uh, you want to get the carrots and put them into a pan and cover them with water. Um, you want to simmer covered for 10 minutes. What you want to do is you basically want to fast cook these carrots so they're nice and um, they're nice and smushy so you can blend them very easy. The carrots are the secret ingredient to this one because they give it this beautiful color. I mean, absolutely beautiful color. So once you drain the carrots, you want to put them into the blender and um, puree them. What I really suggest is that drain, drain them and then pat them dry. You don't want any excess water just because you don't want you want the sauce as thick as you can get it. So once you've got that, get a bowl that you can very safely clean afterwards to get the flavor out and mix everything together. I used a whisk to really incorporate everything perfectly. It's the best way to go. 
Then get some mason jars or old hot sauce bottles if you have them laying around, which you probably don't, but I do, and um, decant it into the bottles. This this made, I had, um, I think I made four or five or six mason jars full. It makes a lot. Um, it's, it makes a really wonderful gift. It stays quite a, quite a long time in the refrigerator, so you don't have to throw it out very quickly, and it is delicious. After it cools down, it loses a little bit of its heat, so don't worry. You won't burn your mouth afterwards. All right, we'll be right back after the break on The Social Media Chef. Okay, let's be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offers crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's GoMediaOnline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on one 926 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. All right, everyone, we're back. I hope the hot sauce is going to be wonderful for your next dinner or your barbecue. And the Facebook and the content generation ideas were helpful for your brand online. Join us here every Wednesday at 1 p.m. on The Social Media Chef or on SurfreshMedia.com or iTunes, where you can hear our past archive shows. If you have any show ideas, please email us, our production team, at info at SurfreshMedia.com. And we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Until then, all the best and have a wonderful week.